Jeff. Hello. Seeing Reddit. Hey, how's it uh, going? The show where the show where once a week we pick a random subreddit and discuss that topic for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. I think Jeff is taking a page out of Stuart Wellington's book (laughs) once again. That's what I was thinking of, too. No, I was just getting revenge for when you guys did that to me a couple weeks ago. That was very funny. I really enjoyed that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's funny because I feel like there's so much discussion around... I mean, and it's awful. Emotional abuse is terrible. But having fun with your friends but it's can good sometimes no having fun with your friends can sometimes be a little bit of emotional abuse i mean like gaslighting in terms of like relationships and making someone think that they're crazy is terrible but sometimes but gaslighting your friends can be funny yeah. <laughs> oh boy motion carried. listen Listen, it's sort of like, it's the emotional equivalent of, like, roughhousing with your friends when you're young, and you just, like, wrestle <laughs> with one another. And then you get yeah. older and you send them novelty cookies in the mail. Yeah, you just, you beat them up with your feelings a little bit. <laughs> and then everyone's happy because of it. For some reason. Inexplicably. Yeah. Yes. Well, explicably. I mean, it's funny. I, I there's the explication, right? Is that mm-hmm. how? Yeah, I guess that would be how that's pronounced. I mean, it's not. I mean, it could be. I guess is explication a word? I'm almost I have certain. Never heard it before. <laughs> explication. <laughs> yes, the idea and practice of explication is rooted. To, oh, this is stupid. <laughs> I'm instantly regretting reading this. <laughs> It means to unfold or make clear. I don't understand how that's different from explain. Uh, it's not. What a weird way to say it. What? I said unfold. What a weird way to say it. You're not making things more clear by using unfold. <laughs> I guess. I like the idea of, like, like this origami is too complicated. <laughs> Someone break it down for me. <laughs> if only it was a flat sheet of paper again. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, I want to see reverse oh. origami. <laughs> I would like to start using origami as a like as a verb meaning to make things unclear. You yeah, guys are really good. origamiing the situation. Yeah, I thought you wanted to use mansplaining. <laughs> no, mansplaining is just a, the new word for explaining things. Mm. Yes, but you, this is another word for explaining things. No, origamiing is the opposite of explaining. <clears throat> okay, well, I I wish I you... didn't have to mansplain this to you <laughs> every time, Louise. Just gonna make Let's that. See goddamn if you can work joke. origami into the show because I'll be impressed if you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could remember that from week to week because it would be really funny you if I write could. It down. I don't. 
want to. <laughs> Have a whiteboard of words you need to say during your yes. podcast. Uh, run, there's just a, a board that says running jokes on my wall, but I've never written anything else on it, and there's just a question mark. <laughs> You've written hi, Jeff, on there, but that's also Yes, <laughs> and I don't remember what it means. I don't either. Uh, so whenever I'm editing the show, I always make notes on a notepad of some of the jokes we make so that when I write up the explanation, I can have, like, references to them. Mm-hmm. And then flipping back through my notepad, it is horrific. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jen, Jen found one of my notepads the other day and was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, those are my notes for our editing our show. She's like, I never want to listen to your podcast. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I think the one that really turned her off was the phrase, uh, sci-fi needs more buttholes. <laughs> I don't even remember that. No, I don't either. Exactly. I don't either, but it's in there. For the last episode well, we recorded, I have written down Kevin Klein versus Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Love Actually, Lizzie Borden signs, Fish yep. Lawyers, and Passive-Aggressive Jesus. Yep. Yeah, no, those were all in there. That episode is out now. I know. The episode about fish that Louisa totally forgot we recorded. I did. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw she it, was I was like, like we talked about the fish Reddit? What? <laughs> and that was the last one we did, mm-hmm. too. Usually it's like, I'm confused because we've recorded two episodes since the one that's going up, but because we've been running through our backlog, uh, yeah, that's all we have. I don't have any object permanence. Mm, clearly not. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's talk about what we did on the internet, Jeff. So I have decided uh, for the second year in a row to watch 31 horror movies on 31 days uh, in October because it's the spookiest time of year, and we haven't recorded it all enough. This is our first episode we're recording now halfway through October, uh, and I have watched 16 horror movies. Uh <laughs> I'm going insane. Last year, I would just watch something every day, and occasionally that something would be like an episode of iZombie, uh, or like some horror-themed TV show. This year, I'm like, oh, if I can't watch one tomorrow, I better watch two today, type thing. Uh-huh. So, uh, <clears throat> thus far, I have just, watched... You should just watch uh, 62 straight hours of horror movies right now, and just get it all over with. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> I, I, there are, uh, I've discovered there's not a lot of good horror movies on Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, what's weird is whenever I'm looking for a good horror movie to watch, the ratio of, like, an interesting movie about ghosts to 45 movies about, like, animals going crazy and exploding. (laughs) What? Like... Like, all of the horror movies are of a certain kind mm. on Netflix and, and Amazon Prime and all that stuff, and the the kind is, like, splatter gore, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, I usually don't go for that. Like, not if it's supposed to be scary, but uh, yeah. I watched, my first one was Deathgasm, which is basically like, what if Evil Dead was in New Zealand and heavy metal themed? So it was, like, Ooh. super gory and, like, funny and dumb, but it was mostly a comedy. Uh, but I wouldn't watch, like, Hostel or any of the sequels to Saw, because those are just yucky. Can I point out something that will probably make everyone hate me? No, I didn't... Go on. I, I didn't like the Evil Dead movies. 
I don't understand why everyone likes them so much. They're kind of cheesy to me. Yeah, I watched Army of Darkness uh, yeah. a week ago and was like, mm, this was okay. My favorite Evil Dead movie is, uh, this will make people hate me way more than they hate you. My favorite <laughs> Evil Dead movie is the 2013 reboot. <laughs> yeah, I never saw that. And I, I, let's be clear. I fucking love the adventures of Briscoe County Jr. So I am not <laughs> hating on uh, Bruce Campbell at all. However, I genuinely feel uncomfortable watching the Evil Dead movies. They're sort of puerile humor with a lot of uh, takedowns of, like, people from the past and women and things, like, that are kind of not very cool to, to make fun of. I yeah, the, the main reason I liked the reboot is, uh, I know I just said I don't usually like gory movies, this one was super gory, uh, with almost entirely practical effects, and was just, like, so, it was almost, it was like the thing where I'm like, I don't know how they did that. It, like, yeah. it just looked like they chopped that person's arm off, and that's and, how they did the <laughs> special effect. <laughs> and when you when you say the movie was super gory, you mean that it was an animated cartoon done in the style of Edward Gorey, like the beginning of Masterpiece Theater? That's yeah, yeah, it was... It's Tim Burton's <laughs> The Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would actually love to watch that movie. <laughs> that, that would be, be really cool. stupid. <laughs> oh man, I saw... Uh, for some reason, I have a Pinterest account, and I've never really used it. I think I had to create one to see a picture that somebody that I knew had drawn or something. Anyway, um, but it sends me every once in a while. Pinterest sends me things that I might like, and they sent me a like a bunch of drawings of superheroes if they were done by Tim Burton, and some of them are pretty clever and fun. But some of them you're like, what? Like the Superman one is just him, but he's it's cloudy out. It's like dark, and there's a moon. <laughs> he gets his powers from the moon instead of the sun. I guess. I mean, that's not... It's just a drawing, so everything else you have to bring to it yourself. I mean, I guess he would. It's reflected sunlight. Yeah, that's also something... And we were talking before the show started about interesting alternate plot lines that I don't think they've ever explored in Superman. Mm, of and, course uh, we were, dear listeners. <clears throat> hey, now. <laughs> You're an all-star. They're not dear to us. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about all the deer that are hearing this being played while people are camping in the woods. You know, when hey, deer, deer go crazy listeners. and smash through someone's plate glass window like they seem yeah. to do all the time out in the woods. Yep. <laughs> and they hear our podcast sometime, I bet. I what is why would you have a cabin in the woods and have like full wall plate glass windows? That's just asking for disaster, isn't it? Why are you living out there if not to look out though? Mm, good point. Uh, just go have a porch. Go That's sit on where your you're porch. Gonna get murdered by <clears throat> killers or those deer who will just smash yeah. right through you. <laughs> Listen, if a, if a deer can smash through your way, window anyway, then it's not providing you that much protection. Is all I'm saying. I guess they probably get scared, don't they? When that happens, we all get scared sometimes. <laughs> this is <laughs> just this screaming. is. <laughs> <laughs> this is reminding me of one of the like four good movies I've watched this month because it's about someone who uh, lives in a cabin in the woods and gets murdered. Well, the cabin in the woods. Uh, it was called Hush. It's about a deaf lady who gets totally uh, purged. 
she like lives alone and she's deaf and some guy comes in like a creepy mask and is like i'm gonna purge you because i've decided it's the purge now uh is and she home is she played the hell out of her is she played by marley matlin uh that would be great but i don't think that the producers of this movie know any deaf people oh no uh, that's even worse, actually. I was thinking, like, oh, they're going to cast the one deaf actress in this, but casting someone who's not deaf at all is one step worse than that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I might have read about that movie because one of my favorite ways to take in horror movies, as Cameron Esposito has said, she does the same thing, is you go to Wikipedia and you find a tab like ghost movies, and then you just read the synopsis for movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have read about Hush. Because I can't watch horror movies, they scare me too much. I have too many memories of them later, late at night. But I love to read about them. Uh, You might like the movie Housebound, because it is a comedy that is set up like a horror movie. So it's like, their house might be haunted, and the main character is just like, "Uh, it's so inconvenient to me that there might be ghosts in my house. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Have you watched um, Ex Machina yet, Jeff? Yeah, I, I, I saw that in theaters. I'm trying to watch only movies I haven't seen oh. for uh, for this month. I was thinking about horror movies about cabins in the woods, and I actually thought Ex Machina was pretty good. Do you have yeah, any I classic like that horror movies, like Hitchcock movies, on your list? Uh, no, because I have trouble paying attention to even new, exciting, uh, twitchy movies. So I can't imagine watching something that is actually like made made by a filmmaker back when you had to pay attention to movies. <laughs> Some Fair of them enough. are pretty good, though. The, uh, what is the one? Some is of them are too Re- scary. Rebecca is Rebecca? Weird. Is that the one with the, the wife, the dead wife? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah. That was like, there's like four twists in that one, too. You're like, oh, shit, that's the thing? <laughs> and then like ten minutes later, you're like, wait, what? That's the thing? <laughs> I've yeah. actually only watched three movies that are not from the new millennium. I watched... Uh, Reanimator, which is the oldest movie I've watched from 1985, which was so great. Like, people have been telling me, like, watch this movie, and I watch it, and I'm like, yeah, they were right, that movie was great. Uh, and then I watched Castle Freak, which was super boring, uh, and I watched Army because of Darkness, of which was also pretty boring. Yeah, I watched it because he made it sound cool, and it's mostly just, like, kind of a sad family drama uh, with like weird sex stuff and like not a lot happens through the movie yeah i think a lot of Stuart wellington's recommendations on the flop house are based on his memories of watching it drunk many (laughs) many years ago yeah (laughs) uh yeah if you want to watch a really cool movie that uh would justify having a title like castle freak just watch reanimator instead (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he has recommended Reanimator too, so that's yeah, not surprising to me. Same director, same lead actor, uh, lots of horrible body special effects. Anyway, Louisa, what are you up to on the internet? I'm reading our fan mail. We got two fan letters, which is very Woo! nice. <clears throat> Thank you, fans. Yeah. Especially our dear fans. I'll <laughs> <laughs> make this deer go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll make them go crazy on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, man! Oh, man! I love that mental image so much. <laughs> Except I think that you'd probably hurt yourself on their antlers, wouldn't you? If you were Oh, I was imagining a uh, doe, a deer, a female deer? Yeah, I guess. Some, some species do have antlers as well, though, the females. Yeah. Oh. 
We have a bunch of deer right in the woods right next to my house, uh, and they just come and, like, hang out in our backyard all the time. It's one female and, like, six baby deer, like, young deer. She had a litter, probably. <laughs> right? Well, that, no, but that's the thing, right? Like, I know deer only have one child at a time, so is she babysitting? Like, what the fuck? Do deer uh, do that? No, they lay a bunch of eggs at once. <laughs> They lay their eggs and then leave, and then a male comes and fertilizes them later. <laughs> yeah, he just jizzes on the nest. Oh, gross. Jeff. Was, was that this podcast far. where we too were far, making Jeff. that joke? I mean, it, it's entirely possible, but we still shouldn't call back to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, down in South Jersey, you guys have deers, whereas here in North Jersey, we have stray cats. Yeah. Brian Setzer at all. Yeah, that's right. Mm, no. <laughs> Try to name one other member of that band. You can't do it. I was, I really was like Brian Setzer and, but then I just, <laughs> no, I managed to. And but his I orchestra. Make, <laughs> well, that's not true. I mean, that was a different thing. <laughs> uh, more like mm. Brian Seltzer, because he's unpleasant to drink. Mm. That's probably true. <laughs> Uh, let's see, who else was in the Stray Cats? Brian Setzer, Lee Rocker, Slim no. Jim Phantom. Those are all the... <laughs> yeah, they all don't... 1979, I didn't think Brian Setzer was that old. That he guy was, sounds like, like, already in a band in the 70s. Yeah. That guy sounds like a real beefy, spicy bully. Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. That's the joke. He's okay, the, anyway. His name is Slim Jim Phantom. What's his real name? James McDonald. That's already a punk name. You don't need to change your name to Slim Jim Phantom. The other guy's name yeah. was Lee Rocker, so no way that's real either. That, but I would put, like, Slim Jim Phantom is trying too hard to the point where it kind of sounds like a like a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> uh, like, Lee Rocker's real name is Leon Drucker, anymore. which is close, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that sounds appropriately mundane, so where you'd want to change your name to Lee Rocker. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, fan mail. Yeah, so we got a very nice letter from Mia, who says, Hey guys, I wanted to send you a little note saying how much I love your podcast. So that was really sweet. She Yay. says she lives Aww. in Hawaii. That's exciting. Yeah, and, and she says, got... what else? What else does she <laughs> no, say about Hawaii? <laughs> no, she just she said says it snows there. Great job. <laughs> she said it snows in Hawaii, Louisa. Uh, I don't think I have that part of the email. I don't know what, what you mean. <laughs> yeah, Louisa, I'm pretty sure both me and Jeff were on the right side of this, and I definitely wasn't against Jeff when you said that before. I don't care about you. I was fighting with her on this on two different podcasts. <laughs> yes, I know. <sighs> you were allowed to be wrong on one podcast only. Yeah, that's the limit. That's why we. That's why this is the only podcast I do because I'm allowed to be wrong on this podcast constantly. If you were ever on another, another, you'd get serious, like flop sweat about making sure you did all your research. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hitler I, had some great ideas. <laughs> uh, uh, we'd have to research. Okay, yes, it's true. Okay. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't think that. And we got another email from Miranda, who also says that she loves seeing Reddit and that it's an awesome podcast. So thank you very much, Mia. Oh, and she's and, such a Miranda. And we're 
like 80% certain they're not the same person. <laughs> Listen, don't say that. That is diminishing to both of them, who are so nice to write his emails. Yes, that's true. Let's oh, refer Miranda to them as says... M&M from now on, because they both have M names. Miranda also Wait, says why would... she likes creepy podsta, which is yeah. just their podcast, which I was I was going to brag about so that, but that I forgot. Too. What, uh... Jeff, why do we need a collective nickname for these two people? Are they going to start hanging out together? They're the only two people who have sent us emails or any type of message besides... uh, No, people don't even really send us tweets, do they? No. So are you saying that going forward, everyone who's a fan of our show will be referred to as M&Ms, even if their name doesn't start with M, because the first two did? That's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. So our fans are called M&Ms. M&M's, there we go. And now, when we do live shows, you can throw M&M's at us on stage no, and hurt us badly. No, don't ever suggest that. <laughs> Only brown M&M's, though. It's in our writers. Yes. There's no way we'll ever be popular enough to do a live show. You so, say that on. now. Yes, I've said it since the beginning, and I will continue to say it forever. It could Even happen. if we do a live show, I will say it on stage. Because you're allowed to be wrong on this one podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm ex- exercising my rights, Jeff. Don't don't try to destroy. Can we can we campaign to have that be an amendment to the Constitution? Don't kink that shame every, me. That every <laughs> whoa no kink shaming. <laughs> I feel like that's a whole other conversation, Jeff. Which no, I'm, I'm trying to get this having. in at the end of your amendment, like when they uh, like when right they try to the yes, yeah, like when they try to ban lesbianism on like a budget bill. Yes. All right, Has we all agree that, on the food for orphans bill. Has someone remade that old timey snake flag to say "Don't kink shame me yet"? Because I bet <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I need to. I need to check. Uh, is that flag somehow associated with Australia? What? <laughs> no. F- for some reason. I don't know why, but for some reason, when I see that flag, it makes me think of Australia. It's from don't New tread England. on me. Don't tread on me is somehow an Australian thing, right? No, it's no. the most American thing. Well, Not what the hell? American, but it's old timey. That's why it seems weird. Because nobody says tread anymore. That's what you're thinking. Well, of, right? certainly, yes, yes. But for some reason, this flag makes me think Australia. The Gadsden flag, apparently. Hmm. Well, the is Australian flag called? has a kangaroo and a ostrich holding up the shield, don't they? Well, I know it's not the Australian flag, but this oh, yeah. flag makes me think of Australia for some reason. I want to point out, I'm thinking of the coat of arms, the actual flag. I know that it's like a constellation. Okay, the before bef- the Union before I click on this, I typed in Gadsden flag A, and the first autofill is Gadsden flag Australia. So I might not be crazy. Ooh, find out hmm. more. Uh, uh, uh. uh. I got Gadsden flag, art alternatives, and American flag. Australia is not in my autocomplete at all. Well, uh, uh, Google metrics. You've Googled this before. (laughs) I have not. I mean, maybe I have, but I don't remember it. There, no one has made a don't kink shame me Gadsden flag according to this cursory 
uh, in-depth Google image search. So, Louisa, you will right. be the first. Yeah. PM, PM. You have to do it by Tuesday. <laughs> Lucky you've trademarked this profitable uh, venture somehow. <laughs> I have. That's what our, that's the... our t-shirts that will be at our live show. <laughs> Don't kink shame me. Uh-huh. But you only get them if you throw a fistful of M&Ms at our merch <laughs> no! table. absolutely not. <laughs> There's no throwing of food. <laughs> it's very important if we ever do a live show and we get someone of our friends to man the merch table that we don't let them listen to this episode ahead of time. <laughs> That's oh, how you don't worry, your friends. <laughs> yes. None of our friends listen to this show anyway. Exactly. So. And anyone who does, you're not our friend. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't like know why I did idea. that. That was yeah, very mean. That was pretty mean, but probably true. Anyway, so th- thank you to our fans who send us in fan mail. We really enjoy it. And I don't know about you guys, but I was like a week away from quitting the show. So that really uh, Wait, renewed what? my spirits. <laughs> yeah, you're the wind beneath our wings. <clears throat> yeah, False. <laughs> Wait, she's talking about our fans, not me, Jeff. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, the wind true. beneath no one's wings. <laughs> If anything, I'm the suction that pulls the plane down out of the sky. You're gaining a little bit of mass every year until you turn into a black hole. Much That's like a reference to a joke from before oh, the no! show started. <laughs> that was a great joke. Uh, uh, Super now massive I Matt I'm gonna have, Now I'm going to have to put that in the end of the episode. Thanks, Louisa, for making my job harder. Uh, I was trying to do callbacks. We need to do more callbacks. Do we? I feel do like we? that's most of what we do. Yeah, and everybody loves it. Everybody, meaning me. Yeah, oh, all okay. 95 people that listen to this show. That's good. That's more than last time that you've said it on the show. <laughs> and you need to stop saying it on the show. We've already talked about this. Yeah, I'm really... not looking at it right now, so that counts. <laughs> You're just making up the numbers. <laughs> yeah, if you make up the numbers, that's the same thing as not saying them, right? No, I looked at it yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the numbers. Yeah, Jeff starts and ends every day by looking at the numbers and beating off. (laughs) Too far. Now he's taking things too far. Uh, Well, I feel like it was my turn. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so my thing on the internet. Um, So this is, I'm like way behind the times on everything. But I watched a couple of shows that are newly added to streaming services, Netflix and Hulu. Um, The one that I spent a lot of time on for God knows what reason is Supergirl, which just came to Netflix this past week, I think, or maybe two weeks ago. Um, Mm -hmm. It's so bad. Oh, it's good, though. I watch it because I want it to be better than it is. I know. I like there are bits of it where you're like, oh, this could be genuinely amazing. And then the rest of the time is so bad. I cannot understand how they made this show so un- unpleasant. Especially because there's the episode where she crosses over with the Flash. And then you see how much more fun the Flash is. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I wish I was watching that show. Yeah, it's hard because there's parallels. There's a lot of parallels you know, behind the scenes and in their plot lines with the Flash. But the Flash is sort of like the Flash against the world, and he has a good support group. And I feel like Supergirl is kind of Supergirl against everyone who tells her she can't do things all the time, and her boss is terrible for no reason. There's a lot of times on Supergirl where, like, people are like, 
oh, well, you have to do it this way because you can't do that thing. And I'm like, why not? She's fucking Supergirl. <laughs> like, the uh, have you guys both watched the show? I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, I'm, like, seven episodes in. Yeah, I'm, like, okay. ten, probably. <clears throat> it's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say something from the last episode, but I will say it in such a way that it won't be a major spoiler. When Supergirl um, dies. <laughs> well, no, I mean... Booper Girl dies. <laughs> the mysterious yes. new character. Yeah, yes. Uh, no, there's a... Um, so there's a moment where Supergirl needs to take something off of the surface of the Earth to save everyone, and so she has to fly it into space. And they're like, once you get into space, you won't be able to turn around or generate thrust, so you'll be lost in space forever. And I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> when, when did that happen? Especially because on your show, several times you've referenced <laughs> Superman flying to other planets, so like... <laughs> Uh, what? You you can't yeah. do that. That's not how anything works on he your, just, in your world. He points himself at the other planets and then jumps and hopes that he was on target. Because he <laughs> can't also, adjust course at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he jumps from one planet to the next. <laughs> that would be rad. <laughs> that is essentially how rocket ships work, right? I mean, no. we have adjustment, We like, we have thrusters to adjust, but mostly we just, like, point it at the moon and time it so that it'll get there. Yeah, I you, mean, like, push I off guess. Hard from the Earth. I thought you meant rocket ships jump from one planet to the next, which is crazy, but would be kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, like a big frog robot, like Dr. Wily built it. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's the future of NASA right there. <laughs> Yeah, but then Mega Man's gonna have to kill Elon Musk or something. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, that seems that seems correct. Elon Musk he, does sound like a supervillain name, right? That's does, probably but... a well worn joke. <laughs> so is Doctor Light like uh, Steve Wozniak or something in this scenario? Oh, hmm. No, you know, I guess uh, I guess Elon Musk would be the Dr. Light figure, and then, like, Mark Zuckerberg would be Dr. Wiley. I, or, like, well, James Google. But I think that, uh, Dr. Light looks a little <clears throat> bit like Steve Wozniak. Does that help my case in any way? Yeah, I guess so. But he doesn't do anything anymore. He just is like, uh, yeah, I guess I made Apple computers 40 years ago. Bye. Yeah, well, what has Dr. Light done since Mega Man? Ooh, burn. Uh, he built that green robot that's in, like, Mega Man 7 and 8 and 9 and 10. The green robot. I forget. Mm. He's, like, a fat green Is... robot, and he makes stuff for you. Oh, yeah. Base? No. Wait, nope. who's Base? Base <laughs> is the base orange and black guess. bad guy. Base is the Knuckles of the Mega Man universe. Oh, or, no, sorry, hell. the Shadow the Hedgehog of the Mega Man universe. Oh, you mean that he's shitty and bad and everyone hates him? Proto Man <laughs> is the Knuckles of the Mega Man universe. Yes, that's fair. And Leaf Man is Gary Johnson. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I made a political reference. That's great. That's a really good joke. I like that. What's well, not? It's the laziest joke. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's what I mean by best. <laughs> Gary Johnson has definitely played Mega Man 2, so... Out of all the candidates, he's the one most likely to have both oh. smoked weed and played every Mega Man game. Oh, you mean because most of the Mega Man games are only enjoyable if you're high? <laughs> 
Uh, no, because I assume that he, I don't know, comes from a rich family or something, and that's why he can afford to be the libertarian candidate for president. <laughs> so you're saying that Mega Man is, like, the ultimate rich person's pastime? Uh, no, but if you're Mega an adult... Mega Man is the new polo? <laughs> if you were an adult when Mega Man came out, like, you pro- you didn't play it unless you had nothing else to do. <laughs> I mean, I think that's probably true if you were a kid when Mega Man came out, too. Like, if you were good exactly. at sports or talking to girls, you couldn't possibly have played Mega Man. The two the two groups of people who are most likely to play video games when they're brand new are rich layabouts and children. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of free time. Are you? I guess by that means that I'm a rich layabout now, so mm, thank you. I mean, you, you work from home, but you worked very yeah. hard to get there. You missed out on a lot of video games on the way. That's true. Although I did just buy the uh, new Paper PlayStation Mario PlayStation VR? Oh. <laughs> I will be getting the PlayStation VR soon. You're making up for lost time. I, I hope That's that you true. have it by the time I come over your house uh, next month so that I can play it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's uh, operating on the secret now. If he puts his desires out into the universe, <laughs> they'll come true. I put them out into the universe and into the ears of the people who I want to behave in certain ways, yeah. hoping That's that the... they obey my commands. That's the only way the secret really works, though, is if you just ask the person that has it if you ha- can have some. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me, secret? Can I have some? <laughs> hey, the universe, could you give me a lot of money? Thank the universe you. doesn't have any money. Come on. <laughs> uh, I think the universe has literally all the money. No. Just because the money is inside it doesn't mean it has it. Yeah, I guess you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Right. So the sense. universe eats money? <laughs> that was a better joke than the response it got. <laughs> yeah. Was it? The listeners at home are loving it. They're all about it. Okay. All right. Should we pause for laughter then? <laughs> They're not we, hearing any of oh, this. don't worry. You already paused for laughter. <laughs> uh, anyway, the other the other thing I watched uh, on online streaming was Over the Garden Wall, which I really liked, and Louisa apparently hated. So I don't want to get into a big fight about. I don't it, hate I it, it, but it before really cool. I never watched it, I watched it last fall. Before I never watched it, people told me how amazingly good it was, and it's not. It's okay. I think it's amazingly good. I think it's extremely well designed and written. Ugh. The each Jeff, episode really Jeff. has no plot. They're like like of course they're like a children's cartoon show, but they like a children's cartoon show have no plot whatsoever. That's because it's heavily steeped in metaphor. I mean, it's based on the concepts of like Alice in Wonderland and uh Narnia mm. and all of these extraordinarily metaphorical stories about children traveling to parallel worlds yeah, they, what they are we didn't talking give me about the joy of the fantasy setting like those do though uh it's over the garden wall have you not seen oh this yeah stuff? that's uh the best cartoon ever i love it mm. see <laughs> louisa you're the wrong one there's a whole it's chapter about those fall. goddamn frogs on a steamboat and they're so ugly and you hate them <laughs> like who, well who cares about those frogs first of all those frogs are adorable <laughs> no. and secondly <laughs> Uh, that episode actually is the one that makes me angry because it's the only one that doesn't fit into the meta-narrative of the rest of the show, and I don't understand it. Like, there's the thing, there's a song at the beginning of the first episode where they show, uh, like, previews of all of the things that are going to happen throughout the rest of the series, 
and you see little things of like you see one flash of Beatrice sitting next to a bush and then a bluebird flies out and she looks angry like she's about to throw a stone at it which we know is how she got cursed to being a bluebird in the first place so like that's a uh, a preview that we find out about later but there's one scene in there where there are two boys in like sailor suits playing with a wind-up steamboat on a river and those boys never come back and they don't have anything to do with the rest of the series the steamboat is the one the frogs are on it's literally the only reference in the whole show that i cannot connect to anything Mm, but what if you watch the show again and that scene isn't there anymore (laughs) <laughs> I've Whoa. watched the show like six <laughs> times now. What if you watch it backwards while playing mm. Dark Side of the Moon over it? Yeah. I will. I'll do that next. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Glad. Uh, I feel bad for disparaging Gary Johnson. He came from like a working class background. Sorry, Gary Johnson. Mm, you don't feel bad, bad about He's still that, an asshole. But yeah, you don't have to feel bad about anything else of him. For him. But at least he's a self-made asshole, not like uh, certain <sighs> other presidential candidates. Yeah, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I mean, kinda. Everything's bad. Like, obviously, you're talking about Donald Trump, who's yeah. the biggest asshole, but Hillary Clinton kind of is also not a self made asshole. Yeah, that's true, but she spent most of her time, like, she took her privileged background and, like, became a lifelong activist. I have a question that I've been rolling around in my head for a while now. Do you think Hillary Clinton could be successfully running for president if she hadn't been first lady? Mm, I'm not sure. mm, I think the question is, then, could she have successfully become the senator from New York? Because I think, based on her having been the senator from New York, she has the record to run for president. But if you took that away, I don't know. So I don't know if being first lady helped her enough to get that, you know? Yeah, well, I think you're I think you're sort of right, but I also think that there are many female senators who I'm not sure could make the run for president as successfully as she has, mm-hmm. even though they have all of that experience. Like, I feel like there's another factor that's allowing her to be this pioneer, which I mean, good, like I wish you didn't need to have an, another factor. I wish you just needed as much as a man would need to run for president, but I don't know that that's true, and I feel like, uh, unfortunately, Hillary Clinton, her campaign is still somewhat dependent on her having been married to Bill Clinton, which is disgusting. Well, I think the Uh, thing people don't consider is that to be in politics, the best thing you can have is name recognition already. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, so it definitely did help her with that. I don't know how much, but that certainly uh, certainly didn't hurt to be known already. Uh, I think as soon as it looked like Bill Clinton was going to be a serious contender for the White House, she had already decided that she was going to try and further her federal government political experience and maybe run for president someday. So I think even if uh, he hadn't won or hadn't run at all, she would have spent that eight years doing something else that would have uh, made sure she was in the higher levels of government getting that uh, that experience. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, but then you get into weird areas of, like, did she only marry Bill Clinton because she thought he could become president and stuff like that? Which... <laughs> well, probably not. Didn't they get married in, like, the 60s? <laughs> no, I honestly think they both probably made that choice. Like, most of the people who run for president, they knew from the time they were probably teenagers that they kind of wanted to be on this path. 
And the people yeah. they married also knew, like, yeah, this this is going to be our goal. So we're going to be the perfect American family now. So then mm. it'll look really good when we finally reach that goal. Did you guys watch House of Cards? No. No. I kind of think House of Cards was like a fictionalized version of Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. Because that's sort of what the whole plot of it is. Hmm. <clears throat> is that, like, they both have political aspirations. And they don't love each other, but they do like each other a lot. And so they, <laughs> like, uh, they help each other out by being this perfect family in the public eye and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's actually, I mean, it's a good show, but... Well, I think they Hillary. certainly stayed together for her political career, but they got married in 1975 when they were both nobody. Yeah, but they were both uh, lawyers by that point, or you know, studying to be lawyers. Yeah, and... they were both. Yeah, I guess, lawyers but he wasn't even enter government. Yeah, I think they knew he wasn't even attorney general yet. Yeah, but I mean, uh, think for, about the he, type sorry, of guy he wasn't he even is. Arkansas attorney general. Right, not yet, but think about the type of guy he is. You can tell he he's a career politician. Like, he's good at all yeah, the social so. parts of being a politician. Maybe. I don't think he would have smoked as much, much weed in his youth if he, if he had always <laughs> had his eye on the White House. Yeah. I don't know. You could say that about a lot of people who became president, though. Oh, I don't think he would have said all those racist things or <laughs> had sex with all those ladies if he had known that he was going to become president. But... I think he thought it was more likely than George W. Bush ever did. I think George W. Bush probably thought Jeb was the favored child and then was like, oh, oh no, I've been snorting yeah. coke all this time. How did that, why am I in the White House now? I, I think George W. Bush only ran for president as a fuck you to Jeb, to be honest. I feel like Jeb was like, oh man, I'm going to run in four years and George W. was like this is my chance. <laughs> Fuck, I'm just gonna go for it. <laughs> I hate that the uh, 2016 presidential election has made me feel bad for human monster Jeb Bush. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, really feel bad for him, but I see what you're saying. Like, I mean, the a... please clap thing is the most pathetic thing I've ever no, seen I happen to a human totally being on television. Disagree. <laughs> I know we've talked it's about It's so before. sad. But if you actually watch the clip, he's saying please clap in a smirking, ironic way. I don't think that's tragic at all. What's tragic is the reason he's having to ask for people to clap is because he's saying that a president shouldn't be taking us to war all the time and talking to a Republican audience in this day and age like they didn't want to clap for that. And that's fucked up. I guess, but they were, that was specifically and only his supporters Yeah, who were like, oh, is this a clap line? I guess... I guess so, because he asked us to. Yeah, but he he's saying that, you know, jokingly, because they're not clapping. But the fact that they wouldn't clap, that they wouldn't know what to do, uh, less war, are we sure? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's the whole basis of all of these things people are saying now of, like, the Republican Party created the candidate of Donald Trump yeah. because they've been riding on this, like, uh, jingoistic... Uh, warmongering, uh, anti-intellectualist thing for so long that they've made people feel like, oh, it's okay for me to be politically active and have a very strongly voiced opinion without knowing anything or thinking about anyone but myself. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, did you read that Cracked article about, um, it was by David Wong about, like, the circumstances that sort of created that whole base that is voting for Trump? Yeah, you're talking about the like the city versus the rural uh, attitudes that that article. Yeah, that's the one. I didn't agree with everything in it, but I thought it was a really good point about how like these people aren't marginalized, but they kind of feel like they are because you kind of have to pander to not the rural places because there's not as many people there. 
Well, and I get it because, like, I think people in rural America are gen- genuinely facing uh, hard times, but their hard times aren't as politically uh, sexy as, like, people who are minorities or people in the cities and stuff like that. So yeah. you yeah. sort of feel like no one is trying to appeal to me. And what's fucked up is... The Republican Party traditionally has tried to appeal to those folks, but I don't think Donald Trump is at all. But people are like, well, he is Republican, and Republicans usually say things that I like. So even though this guy is literally the symbol of city privilege, like, more so than any other human being on the face of the (laughs) earth, this guy is city privilege. Like, I guess I'll vote for him because he's a Republican. Yeah, that's why it's so hard to empathize with fears of people who are, like, deeply Republican. Because, like, I get if you live on a farm and your, like, property taxes are really high and it makes you hard, it makes it hard for you to run your farm. Like, I understand that. I understand that being scary and maybe you feel like no one's listening to you and I can understand that too. But the fact that someone could come and tell you, like, you know what it is, you know what the problem is, immigrants, and you'd be like, yeah, you're right, like, that's too stupid to sympathize with anymore. (laughs) But it's not like that. It's somebody comes to you and is like, let me hear about your problems. Okay, I understand. All right, let me see what I can do about that. And then over years and years of, like, sort of helping you or at least putting on a face of trying to help you, they earn your trust enough that eventually they're like, okay, I've looked into it, and it turns out that the real problem all along was immigrants. And you're like, uh, I mean, I... Uh, well, you you've been working on this, and I've been too busy to think about it. So I I guess so. <laughs> yeah, xenophobia I mean, does feel correct. <laughs> I hate to draw the obvious parallel that everyone has been drawing, but it's apt. It's like the same thing in '30s Germany, where you yeah. just take a pre-existing like mild prejudice and uh, you turn it into a feverish hatred by simply being like, "Here's what you're going through, and here." whose fault it is you just like you take this happened in germany you say (laughs) write that down (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. uh yeah you have to uh look it up it's it's not really in the history books you kind of have to go to like dark web wikipedia (laughs) Hmm. yeah i don't remember this i i you know what i was about to start making a holocaust denier joke but it's too bad even for this podcast on which i am allowed to make mistakes oh man i really kind of want to see that movie uh what is it called denial i think it is uh it's that movie about the like guy who sued for the right to be a holocaust denier in like the 60s in britain that sounds insufferable. Are you sure you'd want to find out more about that? Yeah, that that's the other thing. I don't want to see it because <laughs> I absolutely hate watching people being like, no, I have the right to be objectively wrong. It is my it is my earthly right to be forcefully, angrily, spittingly wrong. Well, that's true as long as it's only on one podcast at a time, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah but he wasn't doing guy? it on any podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. He needed yeah. to get himself a podcast. No, that was his mistake. <laughs> uh. Okay, so before we get into our random subreddit, I need to ask you guys a question because it's something that's been tormenting me. If you could punch only one person in the face as hard as you can right now and get away with it, would it be Donald Trump or would it be Nigel Farage? Because I feel like they're both such colossal assholes 
and Donald Trump is more threatening to me personally, but Nigel Farage needs punching so badly. I would get away <laughs> yeah. with it? Yes. Can I do it on television? Um, I, I suppose if you could pull together the media... I mean, like, it's... I'm imagining that the situation would be either I run up and punch him and run away and somehow the Secret Service just doesn't catch me or identify me, or I harass him on Twitter until he's like, all right, I challenge you to a boxing match on TV. (laughs) (laughs) So you're assuming that Donald Trump or Nigel Farage has the same temperament as a screech? Uh, Donald Trump definitely does. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh man, Jeff, I genuinely think you should try to make this happen. (laughs) I tried to get in a Twitter beef with Lil Wayne so that I could challenge him to a rap battle, and it didn't work, so I don't think that this would work either. (laughs) I think Lil Wayne is a way less uh, volatile person, though, than Donald Trump is. Uh, Oh, man, I just discovered that the guy playing the Holocaust denier is uh, famed British character actor Timothy Spall, who plays all the most weaselly upsetting people in every movie. Wait a minute. Oh, I can't watch this movie, can I? Yeah, I know who Timothy Spall is. Um, I thought this was a documentary. (laughs) Was this not a documentary? Uh, No, it's a a biopic uh, about... about Rachel Weiss and Timothy Spall going to court about the Holocaust being real. Uh, ironically, Timothy Spall played, um, oh, what's his name in, uh, Oliver Twist? The, uh, the man who, like, runs the orphan's, uh, theft ring. Oh, the Artful Dodger? No, no. <laughs> the grown no, man. No, that's that, what I was gonna say. The grown Except man. Except I was gonna say, like, oh, the Scarlet uh, Pimpernel or something. Who, uh, who is Jewish, <laughs> and then, like, is, uh, made an example of because he's Jewish, basically. Oh, Shylock. Yes! Oh, <laughs> That's not it. Was that racist? Uh, No, that's a stock character that used to be in things. Yeah, the the stock Jewish character in all of the Shakespeare plays. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't say when this movie takes place, and I'm really annoyed. Because I want to, like, was this the 60s or something? Was it from the 60s? The movie? No, the movie comes out, like, now, but the... The actual case it's based on happened a long time ago. I'm very confused. It's a biopic about the case that decided where the burden of proof lay in the English legal system because a guy sued for his right to be a Holocaust denier. Guys, guys, the names of the characters in Oliver Twist are the stupidest things hey, I've ever read. Hey, you can life. expand that to any of Charles Dickens' work. Have you actually yes, seen any of it? So uh, Lisa, he's still is alive. The char- is the character you were... What? Charles the guy. Dickens is not still alive. No, oh, okay. the Holocaust denier guy is still alive. <laughs> and he has a Wikipedia page. I hate him. Okay, oh, it was so- 1996. That's not that long ago. So, Louisa, is the character you're thinking of Mr. Bumble? No. Mr. Limkins? No. <laughs> Mr. Gamfield? Yeah, yeah, we Mr. Did... Claypole? The fucking... Got a whole field of gams. The fucking story is called Oliver Twist. Fagan. You don't have yeah, to give me any more stupid names. <laughs> anyway, you're Oh, man, it's a shame we already used that song from Oliver and Company. In... Is that the one, or is it just called Oliver? The one where they're all cats and dogs instead of people? Well, it's just Oliver, I think, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, was it's a shame we already was... used that Billy Joel song. <laughs> yeah. You, you, really, uh, you really chose the elephant on that one, Jeff. 
There were so many Billy Joel songs in that episode, and you chose to go with that one. Yeah, that was the funniest choice for uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> for you and no one else. Yep. <laughs> um. Anyway, yes, Oliver Twist is a stupid everything. Anyway, let's get into I our like random some subreddits. Or... Stuff, though. I like some of his stuff, too, but it's all very cliched, and the names are always ridiculous. Yes. Do you get all paid right. to read it by the word? He did get paid by the word. That's why he wrote so much. Mm, yeah, that's the <laughs> no, joke that, Jeff is I making. Was, yeah, that's the... Thank you. I thought so. you were uh, totally unaware of that. <laughs> I wasn't going to give you any credit for it. <laughs> so you say this happened in Germany. <laughs> Germany? I never heard <laughs> <knew> this. <laughs> and where is Germany? <laughs> okay. uh, it's right next to Hungary. <laughs> so we have our three random subreddits in the sidebar here. Jeff, why don't you say what yours is? I got r slash improv. Okay. Uh, I got r slash android circle jerk. <laughs> uh, good. Another one of these. <laughs> And I got... We can't pick that one because the the episode will be destroyed like last time we tried to do one of these. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, they know. They know about it. <laughs> uh, mine was r slash MDMA, which is ecstasy, the drug. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you for explaining that because I knew that MDMA <laughs> and ecstasy were drugs, but I genuinely am too square to know that they are the same. I wasn't Hold sure. Hold on. Ecstasy, like, the ecstasy? drug? Yes. <laughs> As opposed to ecstasy, the rapper? Is there a rapper called ecstasy? It seems likely. Ext- ecstasy, the stripper? Mm. Oh, man. That would be Gosh. three X's. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if strippers started doing that thing like rappers do where they say blank the rapper and they start being like, hi, I'm Cinnamon the stripper? Are you just talking about Chance the rapper? I think he's the only rapper that does that. Well, there's other people who call themselves the something like cedric the entertainer oh uh, that's around. true he's the uh, only entertainer Tyler, the though. creator which i yeah. really love because that takes away being a creator from a lot of people <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's del, the one del the funky homo sapien who yeah, is yeah. uh even it takes away funkiness from all of humanity <laughs> I also like uh, backwards uh, making homo sapiens into a plural and deciding that the singular is homo sapien. That's fun. What? What are you saying? Mm, Homo sapien is not a word. That's not a thing. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I mean, people do use it. Like, Del the Funky Homo sapien is not the first person to do that, but... Technically, it's not grammatically correct to say homo sapien. If you pluralize it, you have to say homo's sapien. <laughs> <laughs> Louisa, that's hate speech, and I will not put up with that on this podcast. It's just a coincidence that it's hate speech. <laughs> I love the joke There's... of pluralizing the first of a set of words <laughs> when you're talking about something plural. Little orphan. I like when Annie. it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, the Mario enemy bullets bill. <laughs> yeah, yep. those are both accurate. Mm-hmm. There's many bullets bill. Yes. Yep. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, are we going to do improv, Android Circle Jerk, or MDMA? I like the MDMA one best. I don't know anything about drugs, though. Me neither. None so of us do good? drugs. I think that would be fun. We'll learn something. Yeah. But will it be just text posts that we have to decipher? Oh, I bet there's fun pictures. Oh, it's got, like, flair and stuff. All right. Isn't ecstasy, like, in tablets and they make them, like, cool shapes and colors? Yeah. Sure. Okay, I'm (laughs) fine with it. Uh, 
certainly Android Circle Jerk is not to be touched. Yeah, and uh, the improv one is not as well organized as the MDMA one. Surprise, yeah. surprise! <laughs> also, improv people, whenever they're talking to other improv te- people, just becomes a competition to suck their own dicks. Yeah, that one yeah. should be called Improv Circle Jerk automatically. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, MDMA it is. So, what is mdma <laughs> so i'm looking at the uh, header which hmm. is just plain blue and it has a little chemical like uh drawing uh of some probably the molecule of the yeah, drug i guess but sort of stylized so it's probably not super scientific but it, anyway it says mdma and then down on the side uh it tells you about important info uh, dosage, interactions, and effects. Staying hydrated is very important when dancing, drinking water. Uh, a lot of great info. Antidepressants should never be taken. No, you're ingesting oh, by a I test can't kit. do it. Well. So. Yeah, you can't do it for lots of reasons, Jeff. I will, <laughs> I would, uh, prevent you from doing it even if you weren't. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> I mean, I guess I wouldn't prevent you. I would strongly recommend you don't. Anyway. I didn't realize that this was uh, uh, an amphetamine of some kind. That it makes, makes sense, you, like, though. hyper, though, right? Uh, it, I'm not sure it makes you hyper. It just makes you want to, like... Uh, like <laughs> Wait. It makes you happy and want to touch people. You're not sure it makes you hyper, but it makes you want to dance and grind your jaw uncontrollably, right? <laughs> so... Uh, that's, like, mostly for the physical sensation and not, like, because you're, like, cocaine hyperactive. No, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a high-power stimulant, because it mm. makes you want to dance until you die of dehydration. Yeah, I guess it does say stimulant here. I don't know, I guess uh, when I think of a, a drug stimulant, I always go right to the, the Mac Daddy of them all, cocaine, and I I don't think that it's as much of a stimulant as that. Yeah, maybe. I feel like they do different... <laughs> we are so Yeah, all I know is we're the most this. qualified people to talk about how drugs compare to each other. <laughs> yeah. Considering that I'm certain that no one on this call has done either cocaine or ecstasy, we probably should not be comparing and contrasting. <laughs> I feel pretty qualified. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am completely I, I'm distracted. buying fully into the Dunning-Kruger effect for this podcast. I'm extremely I, qualified to talk about all these things. I've been completely distracted by how adorable a lot of these pills are. Are you guys looking at these pills? Uh, no, no, but I should start. Oh my I'm... god! There's little ones that are yellow on the front and blue on the back, and they have the little Ikea symbol on them. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw. I, I, I see ones that are little pencils that have Ikea stamped on them. <laughs> And there's a little... Why um, does Ikea have their own brand of ecstasy? No. <laughs> is there a connection, though? Like, why... I think because whatever they're there? using is yellow and blue, and that's Ikea's colors, because that's Sweden's colors. Mm, yeah. I'm going to Google Ikea MDMA and see why. It's It just it comes with a bunch of different molecules you have to assemble yourself. <laughs> ah, <burn>! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just It just brings up from MDMAteam.com... Uh, a trip reporter post for the yellow blue Ikea or the gold Ikea pencils. So I guess it's just a coincidence. What the it. fuck? I love, uh, j- I can't find this on the uh, the top page, but this is just on the first page that loaded for me from the, uh, the subreddit. And it says, first post here, my little collection, love from Europe. 
Do you guys see that one? I'm looking at something else. Hold on. But that one has, it's got a collection of different pills, and there's ones with like a little biohazard symbol. No, I think it actually might be the, um, uh, that car. Which car has the little diamonds that come together at a point? <sighs> Mitsubishi. Oh, I see it. It's about? the bottom of, it's the bottom of the first page here. Yeah. Let me look. Uh, there's we've a Chupa got... Chups, which oh, I love. <laughs> it's a Dodge. Dodge is the one that's the three diamonds, right? No. Is it? definitely not Chrysler? Dodge. Oh, no, not Dodge. Uh, Mazda? I don't think so. No. It's a car. Is it Chrysler? Though. And there's like a purple camera, I think, and there's a purple round pill with a syringe on it, and there's one green and one blue of a man with sunglasses and a beard, and I don't know who he is, but I love that one. Uh, pretty cool. I think that's Rick Ross or DJ Khaled. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that's, man, I think that's Rick Ross. Okay. Is DJ Khaled somehow associated with ecstasy? Because that would make so much sense to me, because I hate that guy. <laughs> I, I only know him uh, through Snapchat, so I don't know what he's associated with. That would not be surprising to me, though, because I cannot understand how anyone thinks that anything he has to say is worth listening to unless they are on lots of drugs. Yeah, I don't know. He seems all right. I don't care about it. Mitsubishi is that symbol, by the way. Uh, oh, I called it. I was right. Guys, do we know less about drugs or less about cars? <laughs> hey, I said Mitsubishi, goddammit. <laughs> I know some John. things about cars. Ooh, one of them is the Dom Perignon logo. Yeah, I, That's I was fun. just yeah. going to say that. I love that one, too. I love all these. There's a P and a backwards P, which I don't know, but it seems like a fashion thing, I think maybe. that's something. Yeah. One of them is yeah. a little camera. Ah, oh, so cute. So... Yeah, these are the cutest drugs, I think. <laughs> I feel like I want to get into this culture and not in any way other than sculpting the molds for pills. <laughs> is that is that illegal? Like, could you get arrested for selling custom pill molds online? I don't I think wonder. so. It's well, just like you can't get arrested for selling bombs. Ah, I was just going to say, Tommy Chong, they threw the book at him and made an example of him. They did send him to jail and his website was only selling bongs. I thought they sent him to jail because he is 95% marijuana leaves. I think it's like how um, uh, Al Capone went to jail for tax evasion. Like, they <laughs> wanted to get him for something. Well, yeah, Tommy Chung went to jail for tax evasion. They wanted to get him for promoting drug culture. So even though he was yes. only selling hand-blown glassware on his website, they got him for that because it was drug paraphernalia, which is really a shame. Uh, just Could... a few posts above my first post here in my little collection, Love from Europe, is Pick Your Favorite, which has many, many, many yeah, more little pills I'm in it, and that, that is one fun now. to look at. There's a bunch of Marios in there. I like the oh, grenades man. across the top. That's cool. I like the little Lego man uh, near the bottom. Yeah. Couple There's a bunch of Superman symbols. Yeah, I like the Pac-Mans. Now, do these look like chewable tablets, but that can't be, right? I don't um, know. Do you let them dissolve think... on your tongue? Oh. I think you're thinking of acid. I think you do crunch these up, don't you? I don't see why not, really. Uh, I'm going to Google, do you chew... Can you... Ex- do, Jeff, can you just Google how to do drugs? <laughs> I can't... I spelled ecstasy wrong. Yes. <laughs> I spelled it E-X-S-T-A-C-Y. That's not right. <laughs> Oh, man, this really makes you want to take children's <laughs> vitamins again, looking at this. Oh, man, remember the Flintstones ones where they were shaped like dinosaurs? Ugh. They still make uh, a bunch of people say vitamins. you should chew them so that it gets you high faster. So there you go. But you can yeah, swallow like them also. 
So is there anywhere I can buy these just as charms made of plastic and not have them be pills because they're so cute? Maybe that's how you get around the legality thing. You sell pill molds as molds to make plastic charms wink and then yeah. you can be like and you'll your kids will be in ecstasy when they make these charm bracelets <laughs> uh one of them is good. a little youtube symbol that's cute yeah so i wonder how these are made that's all i can think about now <laughs> because uh, you could certainly sculpt your own thing but if you sculpted your own thing out of, like, plastic, you can buy two-part silicon to make molds, and that's food safe, so you could use that. <laughs> I know they're probably worried about uh, the drug and food safety interactions. Yes. And, uh, yeah, you could. But, some, like, the edges are so clear. How are they doing these? Somebody's very good. Vacuum form. <laughs> They've got to be doing vacuum forming, right? I don't think so. How do you figure? To make the pill molds? Yeah. Is that I'm what you're Googling, talking about? Yes. Googling how are Molly pills made. Well, like, to make the mold that you put the stuff into to make the pill, you would need to first carve something that looks like the pill you eventually want to have. Yeah, that's what I'm and... saying. I'm saying these are very, like, sharp, clean edges, like, perfectly smooth curves. Like, I don't know how oh, 3D printing. Hold on. job. They don't look 3D handmade. print the molds. Oh, do they? That uh, probably. Might... That's I. I that's can't not, find any information about it, so that's true. my guess. Well, no, I don't, don't think that's true. You don't have to three D. Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to three D print the mold. You just need to three D print the pill. Then you just make the mold out of silicon. Mm. Two parts. Yeah, but don't you, no. guys re- don't you guys remember when we did the episode on three D printing and we realized that the resolution on three D printing <laughs> is absolute garbage? It's <laughs> true. Uh, I don't Ow. remember any episodes we do of this show. It makes way more sense to me that you would carve this out of like wood or plastic or something to look like the pill you eventually want, and then you would vacuum form plastic over it to make your mold. But if you had silicon, yeah, then sure. as you press the material into the mold, it's much easier to get out. Well, you could spray it with oil. Is that gross? Yes, and you don't need to. There's if the you How It's are... Made episode on pills. <laughs> Jeff. Like, all these are so perfect. It's like someone had, like, a, a button that was already the shape of the Warner Brothers logo or something and copied that. Yeah. But, but no one's making these things, so where are they getting them? Ah, I'm fascinated. There's ones that say gold and different ones that say silver. Guys, you know what's really fucking annoying? Is the fact that there are people out there who are very into doing drugs and still manage to do get things done. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking... Somebody is out there designing this shit and also on drugs. I don't do any drugs and I can still never get anything done. <laughs> Fuck these people. Maybe you should start doing drugs and then you'll get more stuff done. Maybe. Do you think it's that they never clean their houses? Uh, if they're on meth, uh, they No, I think they exclusively, yeah. That's all they do. That's how they get so much stuff done. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I guess for a stimulant that makes sense. It makes me really annoyed when I see people who've designed very, like, engineeringly complicated apparatuses to smoke marijuana out of. And I'm like... You're supposed to be lazy. (laughs) You're just making me look bad. Go fuck yourself. Or if people do like a tie-dye t-shirt with the pot leaf on it, it is fucking impossible to get that kind of detail. I've done tie-dye. You have to be so careful. Yeah. So much I have have a lot of friends who do that specific drug, the marijuana, and 
uh, several of them get really excited and want to like go walking around when they're using it. And that, I don't know, I guess it just affects different people different ways. Hmm. I, I'm just flipping, I'm just flipping through the top list now, just looking at pictures. And one of them is a picture of, uh, uh, the main character whose name I can't remember from the Lego movie. What is his name? (sighs) Chuck, Chuck Lego, (laughs) whatever his name is. Um, and it says everything is awesome and he's smiling and that's fine. I guess that's what it feels like to be on drugs or whatever. But then I was thinking about what a nightmare it would be to be on some kind of hallucinogenic drug and watch the <laughs> Lego movie. Cause I watched that stone sober and I liked it, but I was like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? Yeah. It's a real wild movie. I can't imagine Yeah, when they break oh. uh, the third wall fourth wall at the end you'd probably have a total breakdown because that was pretty hard to do it even as a regular person i was like i remember the world this is the world (laughs) what i remember trip sitting for some friends in college who were doing mushrooms and uh they got freaked out to the point of almost like crying when we ran into some other friends we knew on the street (laughs) like the idea that somebody else that we knew was just randomly in the world in a town we all lived in it wasn't like it was like uh we were it was super huge coincidence but yeah they were very upset or or excited i'm not sure now see i had another friend who would uh just get the baggie of mushrooms and just eat them and wash it down with a can of soda while he like walked around town or like took the train home or something like he was totally fine being out all the time hallucinating so i don't know drugs are weird i don't get them i'm you know what like Drugs are one of those things that I kind of feel like if they make you happy and are not totally ruining your life, then fine. I have no interest in doing them, but if somebody wants to, I guess I don't have a problem. I just feel bad when people, like, completely destroy themselves with drugs, unfortunately. Uh, The top posts of all time, the top posts here are kind of, uh, I don't know, they're like the most obvious sort of thing like uh the top post ever is 556 upvotes which is not very many and it says excuse my language here when i'm at a house party rolling tits and it's a gif of a baby waddling around a supermarket waving at strangers (laughs) yeah which is fine um it's it's sort of like when we were on the fish board right where it's like you guys are so into yourselves like you're so into constantly reaffirming that you're cool you know yeah like the fifth highest of all time the mdma slash molly starter pack uh and i don't understand there's like glow sticks and a rave and chewing gum and gatorade chewing gum i don't understand gatorade sure oh is that how these smart drug entrepreneurs are making all their money I don't By know. selling gum? Well, what I'm saying yeah. is, I don't know how much a kit like that to costs. To support their Little League team. But you can buy all those things at the dollar store. So that probably costs less than $10 to put together. How much is it being sold for? I don't think they're selling No, they're not it. selling the starter kit. Yeah, what? it's an image of, here's the things you need. Oh. Uh, it's, a starter kit is a popular meme. Why don't we start a meme. business where we make starter kits and we mail them to people? And then if the... 
if the pigs try to bust us, we're only selling glow sticks and candy bracelets. Right? You keep sounding like a robot right now, but Starter Pack is a meme. Yeah. I just found a GIF on, like, the third top board or something. And it's a, it's somebody throwing breadcrumbs to a duck, and the duck gets the, the breadcrumb out of the ground and does like a little dance. He's so excited to eating these breadcrumbs, <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. And the captions say, "Oh yes, motherfucking breadcrumbs," I know. which is pretty funny. That too. is a uh, Kate Beaton comic, and someone stole her comic words for that uh, gif, and it's become way more famous than her comic ever was. Well, that's mm. a shame, but it's still funny. <laughs> I like this post. Someone says, hey guys, so like I found these like black Oreos and I was wondering had like anyone tried them or something and it's just those mini Oreos that you can buy at the store. So <laughs> people have fun joke answers for that because those aren't ecstasy pills. It's a joke. Uh, <laughs> Although I get it. <laughs> they do make me feel pretty good when I eat them. Yeah. <laughs> and then you eat 500 of them and you're like, oh no, why did I do that? Mm. You know, I know a lot of people who have those food shame feelings, but I've never had that. Maybe for a bad thing, like, maybe that's not good, but I've never been able to feel that way. Oh, for me, it's not food shame, it's just physical unwellness after eating too much food. Oh, yeah, I get that whenever I eat ice cream. Yeah. You know what's the worst? Onion dip. It's so good, but then you can't (laughs) stop eating it, and then you're like, oh no, my insides. Yep. Uh, it's just like if you force fed a cow some onions and let it go bad. Um, what's like the worst thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. But what's really gross about it is that, like it, it's just sour cream and salt, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I'm eating. It like, has sour entire, right in the name. <laughs> I'm eating an entire tub of sour cream with salt mixed into it, and, and it's you're, so good. And you're dipping deep fried potatoes in it. Yeah. I wonder if there's a way to make the potato part healthier. Probably not. I guess if you did carrots or something. If you had, like, baked chips, I guess. Uh, That sounds like the worst. That's the thing, though, right? If you're going to be eating a dip that is definitely killing you, then why even bother? (laughs) Why even bother to to go healthy with the rest of it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love all these Uh, pill designs. I'm so distracted. There's one that's a little UPS logo. Why? That's so cute. Louisa, your (laughs) audio is the pits. I cannot understand what you're saying at all. (sighs) I don't know what to tell you. Close some tabs, I guess. I've only got this. Is it possible that you've been derezzed by someone? Are you in some kind of Tron situation? Yeah, have you been uh, absorbed by the grid? Did you lose I'm, a light never cycle Tron. battle? <laughs> light cycle battle? Did they battle? What about your Tron disc? Yeah. Did you throw it? I, I don't know how Tron is. I saw Tron once when I was a kid, but I've played the Tron level of Kingdom Hearts, so I feel like I'm an expert here. Did you have Mickey Mouse Keyblade, Sora? Uh, I see some Mickey Mouse Tron. ecstasies, if that counts. <laughs> well, yep, that's it. That happened. <laughs> yep. That's, That's why it. the audio is bad. Yep. Can you hear me well now or no? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I can hear you well enough to answer you now, so I guess it's an improvement, but... I only I'm have this sp- Can I just say... I'm so mad that the Can You Hear Me Now guy is back because I wanted to be him for Halloween this year because <laughs> it's the perfect, it's like per, it was perfectly dated, but you, like everyone remembers it. 
Can you be that girl in the skin to skin tight leather outfit with the pink helmet from T Mobile <laughs> that was on a Aaron motorcycle? Insurance? No, no, no. <laughs> the one who always you're thinking wore a of Erin Insurance or a pink shirt or something. T Mobile. She she drove around on a motorcycle, and whenever she went through a town, she would like turn it pink. Yeah, for the oh, longest time, their spokesperson with Ka- was Catherine Zeta-Jones, and then eventually they just replaced her with, like, a 22-year-old who kind of looked a lot like her, and that was that. Yeah, I don't know that one. Uh, I The only pink-haired motorcycle TV mascot I know is Erin I insurance. never said she had pink hair. <laughs> yeah, no pink you hair. are hated. No, you are making... You're hearing what you want to hear, Jeff. <laughs> mm, that might be true. <laughs> well... That's the show, right? <laughs> I guess so. This I do. I feel like picking these drug ones that we've done a couple times now. And yes, I'm counting fish as a drug one. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of leaves us with nothing to talk about because we're just like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what you're talking about because I love looking at these pills. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking. Yeah, at these we for did a it. While. Yeah, but looking at the pills, then what? Like, th- how does that lead us to a discussion we can have? We do that for, like, 20 minutes, and then the episode's over. <laughs> I'm angry about these pencils. <laughs> why? The Ikea the, pencil pills? Yes. Like, why does... No that... pills should be pointy on any sides of them. Are you asking why it's an Ikea pencil? I mean, I get. I guess that there was, like, a chain of things where someone was like, oh, I have these yellow... These yellow and blue ones. I guess I'll name them Ikeas. And then someone else was like, I like Ikeas. What if I make pencil-shaped ones and call those Ikea pencils? Like, I guess that's how you got there, but you're well, spending too much time doing drugs. You, you do get that it's like a known thing at Ikea. There's those little cups of pencils everywhere for you to take notes. Yeah, but why couldn't they just be golf pencils instead? Yeah, I guess. What, would they say golf on them? <laughs> why not? <laughs> Because oh, there's no pencils that say golf on them in the world. Oh, man, but if there were... <laughs> that would be fun. I'm sure there are at shops that cater to dads. There's like Golf stores? Well, there's like a million billion um, uh, shirts and hats that are like, wish I was golfing, or like, on the brim of the hat there's a tee with a golf ball on it or something. My like, other car is a golfing... Yes, exactly. I wish you were golfing. (laughs) I wish you weren't here. (laughs) Uh, There are some people that I wish were golfing. Like, I wish I had the power to make somebody golf. (laughs) Because it would be funnier because you hate them. (laughs) That reminds me of those terrible 60s Batman movies, like live-action Batman movies, where supervillains would have the power to make people dance. Yeah. (laughs) That was their main power. Uh, Jeff, are you still on the line? Yeah, I'm just... Okay. Uh... Jeff, you can't go silent when Louise's audio is so bad, because then I'm literally talking to myself. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's your favorite thing. Hmm, anyway. It is your favorite thing. <laughs> Be fair. Okay. I like, I like talking to myself and other people equally. I just don't pay attention to what they say. <laughs> yeah, so, well... <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, I guess that's the end of the episode. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for coming. We hope you enjoyed this one. And uh, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about it. And why don't you send us an email if you like the show. Uh, Do like Mia and Miranda did. 
Um, you can get reach us at seeingreddit at gmail.com or you can tweet us uh, at seeingreddit on Twitter. And I'm Matt Heron. You can find me at Kamikaze Pilot on Twitter. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm J3FK on Twitter. JeffJK on Instagram and Snapchat and uh, Pinterest, probably. I don't use Pinterest, uh, <laughs> but I know I have an account on there. Uh, you can listen to my other podcasts, Creepy Podsta. I think the 50th episode is going up two days after this one. Uh, that's it. I'm Louisa. You can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Alrighty. Well, thanks, everyone, and uh, don't do too many drugs, and we will see you next Tuesday. Don't read the comments. Yeah, sorry. That is just one piece. <laughs> Female MRAs have free have freeze vision and heat breath. Yes, exactly. Which makes exactly as much sense. In fact, I think that might make more sense than heat vision and freeze breath because, like, your breath is warm. I mean, it works like how when you make your uh, aperture of your mouth really small and blow out, it feels cool to the touch. Isn't there an Aesop's fable about that? Was that an Aesop's fable? Yeah, it's called Action Comics Number One. No, there's a yeah, short story about some like wood nymph or something meeting a human in the woods, and uh, uh, the human was blowing on their hands, and they said, "What are you doing?" And they said, oh, "I'm blowing on my hands to warm them." And they go back to this person's hut, and they said, "Do you want some soup?" And then they blow on the soup to cool it, and the wood nymph says that they can't be friends because she can't be friends with a creature who can blow hot and cool with the same breath. Oh, yeah, well, no one wants to be friends with that kind of person. What the <laughs> fuck does that even mean? I know. Why is that an Aesop's fable? But I'm pretty sure it is. Is it? I mean, we only have your word to go on here. <laughs> I mean, it was the lesson life there in is the United that... States. <laughs> it was the yes. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, oh man, I forgot the name of the military one immediately. Uh, humor in uh, uniform. Humor in uniform. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that witness name was George S. Patton. Yep. <laughs> Uh, um, well, but you're, th- that's what I'm saying. It's stupid because you're blowing with a smaller aperture of your mouth doesn't make your breath cooler. It just makes your, the air move faster, which causes convection and pulls heat away. But it, you're not blowing out cold. So Superman being able to blow out cold is stupid. It doesn't make sense. Would that effect exacerbate if you could blow out air at super speed? Uh, it would, but the the breath that's coming out of you wouldn't change temperature. Like, yeah, I don't think there's a it, there's no terminal velocity for wind where just the speed of the wind can take that much heat away from what it's hitting. Is there? Yeah, you really have to go with the speed of like heat. The speed that heat can be taken out of things is what really is the limiting factor in that. And you know, air density can only absorb so much heat. So like. The faster air moves, the more heat can be absorbed, uh, but there is a point of saturation on that. So he should breathe in air to suck the heat out of things. 
That would make much more sense, <laughs> yes. Would it? <laughs> could he well, breathe in air so fast that he could turn someone's skin inside out? Could but Superman he... make a rock so heavy that he himself could not laser it with his heat vision? <laughs> you know, Superman's power of making rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he breathed in fast enough to make someone's someone's skin turn inside out, though, wouldn't he explode because of how much air was trapped inside of him? And human skin. Uh, no, he has bulletproof skin. But so would he just expand in size? Would he just become a giant puffer fish? He no, he condenses. Because if you're holding a gun when he sucks all your skin off, <laughs> the bullets will fire and uh, mm-hmm. shoot into him. He, Except no, he condenses the fire. air into a diamond inside of his lungs. Ooh, that'd be a fun power. <laughs> Except then, like, wouldn't he collapse under his own gravity eventually? Uh, yeah, yeah I figure that's why he's so dense. He's on Earth. <laughs> that would be kind of a fun... I wonder if anyone's ever explored that in Superman comics. The idea that Superman, as he gets older, he isn't aging, but he is gaining density. <laughs> and he pulls the Earth out of orbit as his last uh, uh, And then he has to like go <laughs> off he dies. to... Like, like, he can't be on any planet because he will disrupt its orbit, so he has to just go out into the blackness of space. That'd be fun. He, I mean, sad, but... He ends up he in a must... black hole. That's the last panel of the last comic. Yeah, maybe, and that's where all black holes come from. <laughs> he must always it's be flying. flying. He must that always be flying a little bit, right? Because he's got to be super heavy. 